Could this be the final sign that the world is going to end? Jesus warned his disciples and said, Before I return, you will hear of wars and rumours of wars. See that you are not troubled. For all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. Right now, as I stand in this field on my own, people are talking. The whole world is whispering and saying, could there be a World War III on the horizon? And people are getting quite anxious. People are getting quite scared. And people are even saying, could this be the return of Christ any moment now? Well, what did Jesus himself say? He said, see that you are not troubled. The end is not yet. And although there are wars, although there are rumours of wars, this is not the final sign that Jesus will return. So what is it then? Could it be this instead? The Bible says, For many will come in my name, saying, I am the Christ, and will deceive many. Again, right now, as we speak, there is a man from the East, a cult leader called Sergi Torop, who has deceived over 10,000 people into believing that he is Jesus Christ. And there are many others who have made similar blasphemous claims. So when we see all of these false Christs rising up, does this point us to believe that this is the final sign that the second coming of Christ is coming very soon? Well, I actually think you need to consider this sign before we make that conclusion. Jesus said at the end of the age there will be famines, pestilences and earthquakes in various places. All these are but the beginning of the birth pains. I was there when my wife gave birth and actually the first sentence I said to my mother-in-law on the phone was, I have so much more respect for you women. And she said, well you should Joe. Why do I say that? Well the birth pains that my wife went through, they seemed like they were total agony. At the beginning, okay, they, they were milder and then there was a sort of break and we think, oh, everything's okay. And then suddenly, here comes another birth pain, and then there's a break, and then another one comes on, and the closer that my wife got to birth, the more intense the birth pains came, and the quicker they came, there was less of a gap. And that's what the Bible says it's going to be like at the beginning of these sorrows. There'll be an earthquake, and then there'll be a gap. And then another earthquake, another natural disaster will happen. And then there'll be a break. And then the closer we get to the end, the more intense, the more painful these pains will be on the earth. So we'll get through one plague, and just when we think we're okay, another one will hit us, even worse than the other plague. And the Bible says, when this great tribulation happens, it will be like nothing this world has ever seen before. There will be no sorrow, no pain, no distress that has fallen on this earth that will match the Great Tribulation. And I find that to be very, very scary. I thought Hiroshima was bad. I thought World War One and World War Two were bad. I thought the Great Flood was bad. But no, the Bible says nothing that this world has ever seen will be as bad as the Great Tribulation. And hey now, I've actually heard people say that everything that you and I have been through in the last two years is a very strong sign that the end is near. Well, if you think that, have you heard of this sign also, which is in the Bible? Bible. So we saw before that our Saviour warned us that many Christs, many false Christs would rise up. But did you know this? Our Saviour also warned us that many false prophets would also rise up. And today it seems that there's a prophet on every corner. It seems that everyone now has become a prophet. Because of social media, we now have more ministries than we have churches in the world. And that can be very, very dangerous. The problem when you give every single person a pulpit is it's very hard to distinguish what the real truth is. And I receive messages all the time from people saying, what do you think of that man? What do you think of that person? They teach this and I don't really see this in scripture. And the reason we have such a problem 
problem is because we've discarded the old method, the old biblical method of sending people into ministry. Whenever you read the Bible, you see that the men and women in the Bible were sent by the local church. And not only were they sent by the church, but they then came back and reported to the local church. So they were always accountable. And at times in my ministry, I've had people from either the local church or from my own accountability board ring me up and say, Joe, what you said in that message wasn't wise. And at times I've even deleted videos because I do not want to lead anyone astray. And my friends, I have a burden for you also because your ears belong to the Lord Jesus Christ. And I want to warn you, be so careful what those precious ears listen to because I do not want anyone to be led away from the riches and the wonders of the Lord Jesus Christ into lies and deceit and the ways of the devil. Now, many people believe that this right now, this sign that I'm about to tell you, is the final sign before the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible says, And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all the nations, and then the end will come. Now, there's no doubt about it. Once the gospel goes out to all of the world, once every tribe, every tongue, every nation hears about the Saviour, the Lord Jesus Christ, who was crucified on a cross, who was buried and then rose from the dead on the third day, and that he offers forgiveness of sins and eternal life to any who'll come. Once that message gets out to the whole world, you can be sure of this, the end is very, very near. But I personally don't believe that that is the final sign. And I'll tell you why. This is going to blow you away, but five prophets in the Bible all seem to have a very similar vision. The prophet Haggai wrote that God is going to shake the heavens and the earth, and then he's going to fill the latter temple with his glory. The prophet Zechariah wrote, it shall come to pass in that day there will be no light. The lights will diminish. But then the prophet goes on to write that he saw a light would come. So in other words, another light would come, even though these other lights had gone out. The prophet Joel saw the sun being turned to darkness and the moon being turned to blood. And as soon as that happened, then the Lord Jesus Christ returned. The prophet Isaiah said he saw the heavens being shook until the stars fell down, just like a fig tree being shaken until the figs fell down to the earth. And the prophet also wrote, Isaiah said, I saw the Lord on a swift cloud. And the prophet John saw the exact same thing, the heavens being shaken until the stars fell down to earth. These five prophets all saw what Jesus said would happen at the end of the world. Immediately after the tribulation of those days, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light. The stars will fall from heaven and the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Then the sign of the Son of Man will appear in heaven and then all the tribes of the earth will mourn and they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds with power and great glory. Can you see it yet? Can you see what the final sign of the second coming of Christ is? Well, if you can't, just take all of this into your mind. There's been one thing in life we've always been sure of. We've always been sure, no matter how uncertain our week or day or month has been, we always know that the sun will rise in the morning 
and then in the evening it will set. And the Bible here is saying that there will come a day when even the sun will be darkened, the stars will fall to the earth and the moon will not give off any light. So in this total darkness when everyone is terrified, the Bible says there will be a sign, the sign of the Son of Man and that will be the final sign that Jesus is going to return. So what is this sign? What is the sign of the Son of Man? Well, an early theologian, a man called Cyril of Jerusalem, he believed that when everything is in total darkness, the sign of the Son of Man will be a big blazing cross in the sky. So there'll be fire in the sky in the shape of a cross and everyone will know that Jesus is about to return. Now, as fascinating as this theory is, I personally don't see it in scripture. So what do I believe will be the sign of the coming of the Son of Man? Well, I believe that Jesus Christ himself will be the sign of the second coming. He himself, the glory of him, will be the sign. The Bible says the city had no need of the sun or of the moon to shine in it, for the glory of God illuminated it, the Lamb is its light. Have you ever looked straight at the sun on a bright shining day and it's blinded your eyes? I bet you have. Well I want to tell you something, that brightness of that sun is only a dim flicker compared to the brightness of the glory of the Son of God. When he shines, he really shines. And picture it now, take it into your mind's eye, hear the whole world is in darkness and then suddenly the light of the world appears and the whole world will see the Lord Jesus Christ's beauty, his glory, and they will be in total awe. But sadly, many, many souls will be terrified when the Lord Jesus Christ returns. In fact, the Bible says that when the stars start to fall from the heavens and the sun is put out, that men's hearts will fail them. They will literally drop dead. There'll be men and women dropping dead everywhere because they're so terrified that the wrath of God is coming and they have not put their trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. You see, many people have rejected that light. The Bible says light has come into the world, but men rejected that light because they loved their darkness and they did not want their dark deeds to be exposed. And I've got to ask you, when Jesus Christ returns, whose side will you be on? Will your heart leap for joy or will you be in total panic and perhaps even drop dead knowing that you are going to meet the saviour of the world you rejected for your whole life? My dear friend, it's not too late. Come to the Lord Jesus who hung on that cross, taking the darkness of your sin, your lies, your blasphemy, your pride, all the evil wickedness that you have done, the filthiness. On the cross, he suffered there and took the punishment for your sin. Come to the Lord Jesus Christ who shed his blood. And the Bible says without the shedding of blood, there can be no forgiveness of sins. And that blood of Jesus Christ can wash away all of your sin, all of your filthiness, all the wrong things you've done in the dark and sin secrets and he can make you clean in God's eyes. Come to the Son of God who did not stay on that cross, who did not stay buried, but rose from the dead and offers eternal life to any who put their trust in him. And that's why Jesus is coming again, because we do not believe in a dead God who is buried and in a grave. We believe in a God who has risen from the grave and he's coming again and he's coming to bring a people for himself. And the big question I'm asking you right now, when the Lord Jesus Christ returns, and we're all shocked because he's going to come like a thief in the night. Every single one of us will be surprised. But when he returns, will you be ready? 
will you be one of his people that has said, Have mercy on me, I'm a sinner, and today I follow the risen Lord the Lord Jesus Christ. Hey, there is actually one video that the vast majority of you have never seen and it's actually my favourite video that I've ever made on this channel. If you've not yet watched it, please do. It'd make me really happy to know that you'd seen it. And if you haven't yet subscribed, again, I just ask, would you consider doing that? I'd be so grateful for another opportunity to look at the scriptures with you because I see it as nothing more than an utter privilege. God bless you all and thank you for watching.